Welcome back to the Buzz with Bernie, an economic development podcast. I'm here with your host, Bernie Maybank. Hey, Bernie. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> howdy. Um, hey, when you think of economic development, the kind of big stories in South Carolina over, you know, you've only been around the block a few years now because you're so young and shiny. But when you think about those big stories, what comes to your mind? I would say Boeing, Michelin, and Samsung. Yeah, Samsung was a big story that I remember. Um, I, I'm trying to remember the exact headline that I think was on the Commerce website at some point. I think it was something like um, Samsung opening a $380 million manufacturing plant, talking about it being state of the art. That was back in 2017, uh, but there's still some big news happening in Newberry County. Newberry continuing to make national headlines. Uh, Bloomberg recently tracked domestic migration during 2020, and Newberry County had the highest positive ratio in the Palmetto State, with 14.3% more people moving into the county than out. And that's big news, you know, uh, more people, more business. Uh, I don't know if you've been there recently. They've got some great restaurants. There feels like there's some more hustle and bustle. And here to talk to us more about that um, and some exciting new projects uh, underway in Newberry is Newberry County Economic Development Director, Rick Farmer. Hey, Rick, how are you? Good morning, Carrie. I'm great. I'm delighted and honored to be on Bernie's podcast. You know, over the years, Bernie's answered so many questions for me. It's, it's nice to turn the tables and hopefully answer a few questions for him. Well, that's awesome. And, and truth be told, behind the scenes, before we started rolling, there was some economic development talk going on as well. But, you know, Rick, uh, for folks tuning in and in the economic development game, I'm sure there's a lot of folks out there that wish they could land a Samsung. And so I'm sure that's a moment that you won't forget. Can you relive that a little bit for us? But then I guess also explain why, why it takes more than just a Samsung to keep the county moving. Sure. Well, I could burn up all of your time talking about that <laughs> Samsung deal. It was a huge deal and it was far, far more than me. It was an absolutely wonderful team, the state, the power team, the locals. Uh, it was a huge team we pulled together for that and it ended up beautifully. I remember one, one of the highlights of that, I remember sitting in an executive session with county council at one point and one of the members just looked at us and, and it was like, is this really going to happen here? Because of course we work so many projects and, you know, economic development is a, is a low win um, uh, situation. You got to knock on a lot of doors to, to get somebody to answer. But uh, at that point we were like pretty confident. Yeah, this, uh, we could still lose it, but yeah, this, this could really happen. And uh, you know, obviously it was, it was massive in terms of if you compared it to past projects and so forth, it was the biggest thing Newberry County had ever seen. So I'm just delighted to have been a part of that and obviously delighted to actually have won that because we're still seeing dividends uh, to this day and we will for a long, long time. Well, and talk about that because a lot of people are obviously aware of Samsung, but may not be as uh, familiar with KRA. And I was lucky enough to be able to go behind the scenes of both of those facilities for those who don't really understand that connection, can you explain it, lay it out for us? I tell us who KRA is first. 
Yes, KRA is a uh, Korean-based company. They uh, specialize in metal stampings, and they've been a Samsung supplier at different facilities across the globe for you know a long, long time. So they already had that OEM supplier relationship. Uh, and when Sam after Samsung came here, you know they encouraged KRA to to look here and and think about this. So uh, it's a private family-owned company. Uh, it, it's a great company. That they've invested eleven. Uh, and a half million to start out and uh and they've already doubled that they're now at, they're literally tripling the investment and tripling the size of the facility and tripling the workforce with uh, their 2021 expansion so we're really excited to bring them into the family and we expect even more out of them in the future and how did you get in the door with samsung to begin with it was it was a time uh, sensitive project. Uh, Samsung uh, was convinced that it could it could announce and get up and running in South Carolina uh, or wherever they chose to go within a very very short time. So it was that timeline was critical and it was the number one priority. That of course makes it an existing building search because you can't build a greenfield project in that short time frame. And what happened for us was well Caterpillar announced in I believe it was April of 2016 that they were going to close the local facility, half a million square foot facility, employed three. 325 people, biggest name brand in the community, one of the best uh, employers and uh, uh, wage payers. Uh, but it's absolutely true that when one door opens uh, or closes, another door opens. And that's what happened for us. And I'm really, really pleased to report that that building was never vacant for a single day. The day that that Caterpillar walked out was the day that Samsung uh, walked in. So the availability of that massive 500,000 square foot building is what really brought us into the game. And uh, and we just kept pushing and kept pushing and staying in the, alive and uh, we finally pulled it off. You know, Rick, one thing that's been impressive in, in just seeing what's going on even now in Newberry County, and we look at 2020 and when COVID hit, a lot of folks were lagging. People were, you know, kind of just stepping back, waiting to see what's going to happen. But it looks like you uh, and the Newberry County folks have really took that time to start really investing in infrastructure and the county. And can you tell us some of the things that you started doing over the last couple of years to position yourself and be ready for that next thing? Well, yeah, and, and actually, we, we've kind of been victims of our own success. You know, of course, when, when I got here, we had uh, Mid-Carolina Commerce Park, Class A Industrial Park, had a half a dozen sites in it. So I had some uh, decent products starting out, had a spec building in it, but what we didn't have were the, were the customers, the prospects. And uh, today, it's got full, four fully functioning uh, facilities in it, and, you know, it's like $70 million worth of combined capital investment and 300-ish uh, jobs. So yeah, we really took the opportunity uh, during the last year to invest in property. We bought an additional 200 acres across the street from Mid-Carolina Commerce Park. We've already got a couple of solid late stage prospects on that. So we're chasing those. So we added to our inventory and we're also expanding Mid-Carolina Commerce Park. You know, ever since we bought the property, it's always been bisected by a creek and it's expensive to build bridges and get on the other side of the creek. Well, we're finally doing that today. And so we're gonna open up another six, uh, six or seven sites on the other side of the creek sometime in 2022 
and that will expand our product offering. So we'll be able to compete for even more uh, projects. Uh, we also brought online in 2020, a new speculative building uh, in, in conjunction with Marlboro development team. And, uh, and that building was only vacant for like seven or eight months. So we've already filled that as well. And now we're, we're trying to figure out how we do another spec building. Cause I always believe you gotta, you gotta have sites, you gotta have specs, you gotta have pads. Uh, if you want to, uh, if you want to win projects, you got to compete for projects. And the way you compete is have the product offerings that the prospects want. A couple other industries that we have been really looking into, especially in our state. Obviously, automotive is big, and you've got um, MM Technics there in Newberry. Can you bring us up to date a little bit of the background of how that project started and, and where they are now? Well, there's a couple of interesting stories related to this. You know, uh, this is a, a relatively small German family-owned uh, company. They've had a relationship with BMW uh, in Germany for many, many years. And uh, at some point, BMW asked uh, the owner of this company, you know, come to the States and, and supply us uh, in, in Spartanburg. And um, so the owner was reluctant. You know, he owned he owned the the the, the home base in Germany, and he also had, had just built a second facility in Poland. Uh, so this would be his third, and of course the first in America. And he was he was really leery about all this. He didn't want to bite off more than he could chew. And during his search over here, you know, like a lot of uh, BMW potential suppliers, they start looking in BMW shadow in the upstate. And he did exactly that. He was looking in Greenville, Spartanburg counties primarily. During that site search, uh, the Volvo announcement happened. And it, ca it caused him to pause and think, well, you know, I, I have business with BMW. I would love some more business with Volvo. So maybe it makes sense to look in between. So that opened up the entire I-26 corridor to the search. And that's what got us into the game on this particular project. Now, it wasn't a massive project. It was about 13 million in investment, about 60 jobs. Uh, but at the same time, it really fit one of our priorities. You know, automotive uh, is, is one of our top targets. And we've always wanted a BMW supplier ever since, you know, the mid nineties, uh, you know, after BMW landed in the upstate, we've been chasing those, those, uh, those BMW suppliers. And we finally struck pay dirt in 2016 with these guys. One of the great things about this project is it paid about 20% more than the local average. And of course, you know, my, uh, our number one, um, Number one concern here in Newberry County is, is driving up wages. We want that wage growth. We believe that the best way to increase quality of life is help a worker put more money in his own pocket. And so that's what really, really made that attractive to us. And we set out and we were really aggressive with that project. We solved tons of problems with them. And uh, I'm thankful we had the spec building, which brought him here. And I ended up building his own facility instead of uh, inhabiting the spec building, but uh, it all worked out great. Uh, they did the original project and started supplying BMW and their orders have increased and they just finished a, a, a $6 million expansion that added some more um, uh, uh, floor space to their facility. So they're growing. Uh, and by the time they finish with this expansion, they'll be at about 50,000 square feet and employ about 100 people who make more than the, the average uh, worker in the county. So we're really, really proud of that. So you touch on automotive, but another big industry that we continue to hear about in South Carolina, life sciences. So you also are in that game in Newberry County. 
Well, yeah, and that was an interesting uh, uh, concept. Of course, we we partnered with the Marlboro Development Team uh, on the construction of uh, a new speculative building. And I really have Samsung to thank for this because Samsung was that thing that convinced a lot of people that, hey, Newberry County is a happening place. It's a growing place and it's a strong investment. Before it, Samsung had happened, you know, it would have been really, really hard to convince somebody to come up here and invest millions of dollars in a speculative way. And that had never happened before. But uh, we worked with those guys. Uh, they were committed to us. Uh, the county only had a half a million dollars in the deal on the public road portion of that project. But we finally completed that speculative building, 100,000 square feet. Uh, we, we finished that thing in, I believe it was March of 2020. And by November of 2020, 2020, we had a tenant as a company called Life Science Logistics. This is a third party logistics uh, uh, company, and they won the state contract for the warehousing distribution of PPE. So uh, I believe I believe it was under, you know, the, the original uh, COVID legislation, maybe it was the CARES Act, I'm not quite sure. But it requires every state to have, you know, at least one facility where you house all of that emergency uh, materials, the PPE that that might need to be distributed. So they won the contract with the state, and uh, and they're now tenants and up and running in that building. Uh, one of the beautiful things about that project is it was not incentivized. They never asked for incentives, so we're getting the full ride taxes off of them, and uh, and we will get paid back for our investments in that spec building in relatively quick fashion. If you had given them my name, there would have been plenty of demand for incentives. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm sure that's one of those occasions where you just kind of sit back and keep quiet and watch as the project flows along, offer assistance. But, uh, yeah, remember, incentives are but for propositions. Tell us about your uh, food desert effort, which I thought was very, very interesting. We are seeing across the state and the country, you know, grocery stores starting to close and so a lot of rural areas in South Carolina don't have any grocery stores. Absolutely. Of course, you know, there was a time when Newberry had numerous grocery store options, including some, you know, privately owned uh, smaller grocery stores. But over the years, we've seen a few closures. Uh, as of a couple of years ago, we had three options in this community. We had the, the Walmart grocery option, we had a food line, and we had a Bilo. And, you know, bilo has been selling out and closing stores. Yeah. First, they converted that that uh, Bilo to a Harvey's, which is kind of their uh, uh, discount uh, grocery brand, and that was that was a big mistake in my opinion I, I just just driving by of course i shopped there too but the parking lot now had half as many people in it as it did before so they eventually closed harvey's now we're down to two grocery options and and the people started complaining they you know we need more grocery store options and of course we didn't exactly know uh what to do about it, uh, it it's a it's easier to win a manufacturing prospect than it is a grocery right store. and, and the grocery business is in kind of a weird place right now. Uh, it's very expensive to build new grocery stores. And they look for, usually when you see a new grocery store being built, it's, it's being built in a rapidly growing community. Right. While we're not a declining community uh, by any means, we've our, our population growth has been relatively flat over the last decade or two. And so uh, it's kind of a vexing problem. So, um, 
my the city and the and the county got together and and were like, well, what can we do about this? And they decided to create a, a grocery recruitment incentives policy. And basically, what that does, similar to the way it works with uh, manufacturing, is if you're going to come in here and you're going to invest millions of dollars, you know, bring in new new choice to to our community. Well, we will incentivize you. We will give you a tax break. Uh, and so, for instance, somebody coming in and uh, investing four million dollars on a new grocery store, uh, we will give them a uh, uh, an incentive deal that includes special source revenue credits of 100% for the first five years. So that's no taxes first five years, and then we'll 60% uh, for the remainder of the 20 years. We've gotten several, and of course, we're out now beating on doors and and uh, and talking to anybody in the grocery business who might be interested. Uh, and it's really opened a lot of eyes, and it's, it's got us a lot of interest. Now we haven't won anything yet, but uh, you know, I'm first of all, I'm very very proud of com my community for doing something about the problem instead of just sitting back and waiting for somebody else to solve it. And uh, and I, I believe we'll be successful. Uh, it's, it's a matter of time and effort. And how do you how do you get to the grocery industry? Are there real estate brokers that specialize in grocery, or or you have to knock on the company's doors? How do you how do you do it? We had an all of the above strategy. I mean, sometimes it started off really simple. You know, googling like. Ingalls corporate headquarters and making cold right. calls. But then we got a little bit more sophisticated. We started to talk to developers who were involved in the grocery business. And of course, these guys knew the right contacts and so right. forth. And, and we've talked to almost every uh, grocery store uh, builder uh, in around South Carolina. We've had some mild interest from some. We've had some say, no, nah, that's too far out of our territory and so forth. But it started as a very unsophisticated recruitment process, uh, but it's a little bit more sophisticated now. And uh, there's a, a grocery uh, a store conference coming up and our grocery conference coming up in Florida in the not new uh, distant, uh, not too distant future. The city's going to be sending representatives of that, and I may be going as well. So uh, we're getting we're 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 focusing in on the right people now, and we hope that that will pay dividends in the future. Well, Rick, before we let you go, uh, obviously economic development podcast. Do you have a thought or a lesson that you've learned along the way that you would share with others, and maybe some of the the younger folks coming up to that look at your successes and say, what can I be doing differently? Oh, absolutely. And, and and I guess it's actually a bit of a tough question because there are a lot of lessons I could share. But I think one of them as a small community, uh, a local developer is, is just, you know, letting people know, don't never convince yourself that you're too small for this. Now, are, are we going to go out and, and land the Amazon HQ? You know, I think it's, it's, it's highly doubtful that that would happen. But, uh, you know, we, when Samsung came along, we could have just, you know, uh, said, yeah, we're not going to win this. We're too small of a community. We don't have the workforce. But instead of taking that negative approach, we took a positive approach and we, you know, we ate that elephant one bite at a time. You know, there's no way we can we can you know solve all problems on day one but never think that you're too small that you can't do it a lot of communities have uh uh what you know i've heard described as the eeyore syndrome that nothing <laughs> good ever happens here well we've shown <laughs> that good things 
good things uh, have happened in, in Newberry County. It's a, it's a great community, high quality of life, low crime, great public schools. Uh, and so we've shown that we can be successful here and, and that, you know, success begets success. So never think you're too small. Never think that you can't do it. Always push, 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 stay optimistic and, and, and you'll win in the end. Awesome. Great advice. Newberry County Economic Development Director Rick Farmer joining us today on The Buzz. Thanks for being here. Glad to be here. Delighted. All right. Hope to see you at Figaro's down the road. Very soon. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. That's a great restaurant in Newberry if you haven't checked it out. Thanks for joining us, everybody, on The Buzz. We hope to see you around. Make sure, if you haven't already done it, to subscribe. Uh, to the podcast, but also go visit us on our social media channels. Check those out. Comment, like, and share. And see you next time. Check out some of our old episodes, too. Have a great day.